Curtain Jerks is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android... Whoa! <coughs> Lightning! <coughs> Smoke! <coughs> yeah! Mm-hmm. Love to read! Yeah! Uh-huh. Macho Good man, times! Macho Man Randy Savage, what are you doing here? Yeah, love to read. Talking about reading. Yeah, got a book right here. Uh-huh. Hey, wait a minute. You know, with audible.com backslash audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. There's a lot of slashes in there. I don't know if any of those are accurate. Really? Let me try that again. Uh, you know, at audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network, you can read things with your ears on your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player. What do you mean? I don't have to pick up a book no more. Yeah, you had the most muscular pinky I'd ever seen when you that, picked up that book. That's right. The the uh, See, the problem is that I have with books is they're my enemy. Yeah, because I always get paper cuts. That's why I always got tape on my fingers. Uh-huh. Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage. You don't have to cut your fingers anymore on books. You can listen to these books. No more paper cuts? No more paper cuts. The beauty of Audible is I got no more paper cuts, so I can read even more with my ears. That sounds like a hell of a slogan. The beauty of Audible is no more paper cuts. No more paper cuts for the Macho Man, uh-huh. Huh, no. So you're telling me that I gotta pay for no more paper cuts? See, that's the beauty part, Macho Man Randy Savage. With this, you get a free audiobook once you use the uh, Curtain Jerks promo code. Free audiobook? Aha, uh-huh, yeah, I dig it. Mm-hmm. That's free, and then you're also gonna be free of paper cuts. Free of paper cuts, free of free downloads, free everything. Aha, uh-huh, the show is free. I like it. Aha. Uh-huh. You know what, Macho Man Randy Savage? You're welcome. Let's go to the circus. Let's do it. Welcome, everyone, to Curtain Jerks, right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I am Steve Sears. This has been just tiring. Has it been? It's uh, We've done a lot. This last week? Yeah, we've been going around. It, yeah, it is. We, I thought you meant the show, and I was like, what? I'm fucking done. <laughs> I'm done with this. this I'm is walking baloney. away. I'm pouring this water on this mic. Wait, 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 wait. charcoal and bacteria. Ground your feet first so you won't get uh, electrocuted. You're not going anywhere, feet. You're grounded. You're grounded. Yeah, it's been a real whirlwind of a week. We've done a lot this last week. And I missed it. You I, had Mark on last week, right? Well, yeah, and I gave some insight. Uh, we had Mark on last week because you were you were busy on top of that. You were shooting uh, movie projects. Well, we'll get to it in a second. Oh, you don't want me to say? Well, I mean, we might say in a second. If you can say what I'll it say, is you're I'll say on. what I can say, but there's well, more to be said later. But I was going to give a... We don't talk about it enough. We're, we're in a, a comedy group called Bro Squad 5. Very funny. As if we can say that because we're inside it. Well, we make each other laugh. We make each other laugh, and that's what counts. The audience, the audience go, doesn't know. Yeah, always. the audience doesn't know what's going on. We we celebrated uh, being a comedy group five years this past week. Yeah, which in Los Angeles as a comedy group, that's saying quite a bit. I, it being, doesn't last. Being a comedy group in Los Angeles is like opening a restaurant in Los Angeles. You've only got a couple. You've only got about a year. Yeah, and you know. we break all kinds of health code violations by sticking just, each other's fingers in our mouths. Yeah, to make each other laugh immediately, immediately beating each other, being abusive verbally, mm-hmm. uh, mentally. Mm-hmm. Uh, we take a lot of abuse, but we're friends. Yeah, 
And that's uh, Steve and myself and Phil, uh, producer of the show, and friend Lehman, who we've referred to a couple times. He won't come on the show. He re- listens to the show, but he refuses to come on the show. I've tried to get him to come on because he asks the strangest questions about wrestling. Also, I feel like... And we- assumes everyone's gay. Yeah, it's like, well, Chris, how can Chris Jericho not be gay? <laughs> Look at his jacket. Yeah, that's what he said. He actually said that. I think the other thing is, if Lehman was to come on the show, I would be just gasping the whole time because he always says, he, <gasps> he just says whatever he's thinking. And I'm like, he does. And if you think I say whatever I'm thinking, think of someone who actually says exactly what they're thinking. And everything I say is. There's no uh, repercussions from wrestlers. Yeah. Truly knowing that they're not going to come into his world. Yeah, I guess and he just knows. He's, yeah, he, if anything, he knows they're going to come into our world. Yeah. And beat us up. Yeah. Which I should also point out, everything that Scott and I say is completely scripted. Yes, exactly. Unless it's super offensive, then uh, Mark Rosecca wrote it. Yeah, that means he we've been wor- he's been workshopping it. So uh, we celebrated five years as a group. We were uh, in the Los Angeles uh, Improv Festival, the Comedy Improv Festival. They yeah, not the Dramatic Improv Festival. Um, and we were in the Cage Match competition. So it was an improv competition where you have twenty minutes. And you have to have a really funny set within 20 minutes and you're competing against another improv team, which doesn't really it's difficult within the world of doing it where you're doing competitive improv, especially when it's trying to make people laugh. It's very strange when you have to then go for votes or counting or sort of make it a competition. It's like it it sort of defeats the whole purpose of I'm trying to go out tonight and relax and have a good time and have I'm going to have better art than you, and I'm funnier than you. When uh, the people there to see the other group or to see your group are already choosing sides. Yeah. So they will sooner. There's no proving. Yeah, there's no there's no proving. And it's just supposed to be fun. It's like saying we're funnier than other wrestling podcasts. Oh, wait. We fucking are. Snap. Yeah. Because none of them are funny. Um, so we. I, I, mean, are, I think we're funny because we. Uh, well, everything's we scripted. have to be. Yeah, we, we have, have to. Be we don't different. have. Yeah, we have no choice but to be funny. Um, we can't give you news. Yeah, there's no expertise there's no, here. I don't have uh, some insight on what's going on with Ryback. Our critical analysis. The only critical analysis we have is me trying to say critical anal lice. Exactly. Yeah. You go to Dave Meltzer if you want to hear what's going on with Ryback uh, uh, anal lice. Um, uh, what are Lords of Pain? Right, who probably get it from Dave Meltzer. Lords of Pain. So, Bro Squad 5, we made it into the cage match competition. We won the first round. And then in the second round, we made it in the semifinals. And we lost by a vote. What? A singular vote. Just one person. One man or woman. Who so, just decided that our comedy wasn't for them. Yeah. So, it, it was a very fun ride. But we had five shows that week. And most of them were at a lot. I had eight shows 30. that week. Nobody asked. Yeah, but Nobody I just want to let you know. I just want to let you know. Okay. Yeah, Steve had eight shows that week. Hey, but the five shows that were important were the shows that we had, Scott. Were they? Yeah. No, I think some of your Friday night shows were a little bit more. Well, my one, my one Friday night show was fantastic. I was also shooting during the day and working at night. So that's what Steve, Steve was also shooting uh, either commercials, TV shows, movies. Or this get any very specific Human Centipede 3. What? Very gross. You... Are in Human Centipede Three. Yeah, I'm, I know. I I understand that I'm releasing the floodgates on this one by saying that, but I'm Steve, kind of proud wait, of it. Steve Sears, you are in the motion picture yet to be released, Human Centipede Three. This is correct. Same people. Yes. This is not some parody or offshoot or 
Uh, I'm not sure how much I can say, but I know that like. Can you say this? Is I this... can say that I'm in it. They okay. people know that it's being shot. All right. I didn't know. Really? I, I don't follow human centipede. I, I don't want to follow that human set, centipede. Yeah. Well, I guess no one wants to follow anything. No one wants the, the term follow in human centipede to ever be spoken in a sentence. I've seen both films. I have not. All right. Well, I guess that's good because that means you're in the third one because I don't think I would have been. Really? And I can tell you for certain I would not have been in human centipede three. Uh, I can tell you this much. It was really fun to like to shoot and be on set. But I think they're sort of like the nature of those movies are so horrific that it's never like, hey, you know what's going to be fun to watch tonight? Human Centipede. <laughs> yeah, let's just get the gang together. Let's get the gang. Hey, guys. I'm- Forget Raw. That's three hours. We can knock out Human Centipede in an hour and a half. Yeah. I got pizza, guys. Let me ask you this. Chaps- I got Chapstick and X-Lax. <laughs> let, me, let me see if you can answer this. If you can't answer it, I assume at some point you'll be able to answer yeah. it. So you have to listen to this podcast forever to know yeah, the Yeah, well, this will be a, a great callback. Are you in the human centipede? Yes. Oh, my God. What are you attached to? Other people. Uh, are you ass? What's your? I'm not on the end, Scott. Okay, so you're, you're, in, you're in the I'm middle in of it somewhere. I'm in there. What's on either side of you? Uh, Male mo- or female? Males. Both? Mm-hmm. You got males from end to end? You know, I don't think gender makes a difference on that. You're still having shit forced into your body. By the way, in the front it, was, it does. By in the, the way, front it does. Uh, I was terrified that when I was going, it was actually, they were like, hey guys, here's your breakfast burritos at craft service. And then you, <laughs> I'd just pass out and I'd wake up sewn to someone else's ass. <laughs> I was terrified that they were actually going to make us do it. Wow. Thankfully, movie magic. I, I can't, like... I'm sure listeners are like, why isn't Scott flipping out more and freaking out or laughing? It's like, I can't even handle this right no, now. No, you're in shock. I can tell you're in shock. I have a full thing of what our show is supposed to be, and I can't I can't wrap my head around when this. When I can talk more, I will answer all your There's questions. There's more. There's way more. There's so much more. Oh, my God. I, and like, I think our I, jerk tweets are covered for years. Yeah, I'm sure. But I, I can literally say, Scott, I will be filling you up with human centipede information. You'll be ready to push it out of you into someone else, into some poor listener. And that's you. Yeah. Listening right now, listener. Yeah, I'm, I'm filling Scott up with human centipede info, and he's ready to push it out hard into the resistant mouths of our listeners. I tried to get you to watch the first one. I was I was so indignant and I was so like, like two no, years ago. I'm not right? gonna watch that trash. <laughs> I'm going to be in that, that trash. trash. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Hollywood, everybody, what you're willing to do for a buck. And <laughs> uh, not a lot of bucks. <laughs> not a lot of bucks at all. Or the art. Yeah. For, merely for the art of it. Uh oh this is also really funny. Uh, a lot of bad food, they re- but they really forced it on you. Like I, I was always got. What the do you Im- mean, like fa- like fast food, bad food? No, but like, uh, they, or it's like we made this at home. So you terrible cooks. Like, similar to that, but it was a lot of like, uh, it was a lot of farty foods, like cabbage. Like on our my very first day, it was stewed cabbage and like no and bratwurst. At Human Centipede Three, they yeah. fed you stewed cabbage and bratwurst. Yeah, knowing. Mm-hmm. Oh my. God. And then also they did pigs in a blanket. The best part was they did pigs in a blanket and the craft service lady put a hundred pigs in a blanket end to end. What the fuck? With ketchup on top. And to to her, she was like, and she's like, because it's human centipede. And I was like, 
Oh, because they were little pigs in a blanket, sucking the shit out of each other and shitting into the other pigs in a blanket's mouths. Oh, my God. Wow. Do you think, are you close with these people? Could we get them on the podcast? Uh, I did meet somebody. We don't like what you guys do. <laughs> what you guys do is disgusting on your curtain jerks. Yeah, your jokes are so juvenile. <laughs> I find what? that the political allegories to be droll. You have people shitting in people's mouths. Man, you got people shitting in people's mouths. You have people shitting in Steve's mouth, and Steve is shitting in the other. Well, they're all dudes. Yeah. Oh. I but I'm sorry that you didn't get a lady in, uh, to shit in your mouth, Steve. Yeah, a lot of people. Uh, you know what a was nice funny? Bruised lady. A lot of people. That was the argument. It was like I'd be fine with this if it was a woman. There was a lot of sort of like weird, sort of bullying and like very like homophobic sort of stuff. It's like, hey man, we're all sucking each other's shit on this one. Better bite the bullet. I could go on for. I could do the whole episode on this. I'll I'll be sparing. And keep it going. So we talk about we wrestling can do, some. We can do as sports, sports, sports as the update watch update. So as with, I can tell more, I can reveal more. About with, okay, so we'll we'll have a human centipede. Uh, oh, God, there's got to be a, a human centipede news ticker or uh, a human centipede. Oh, a human centipede droppings watch. Uh, a link dropping. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I will figure out a name. We'll, uh, the human centipede. Get the full swallow. <laughs> human centipede. Uh, uh, full segment. Yeah, the human centipede uh, drops a load. Uh, all right, wrestling. I don't know how we can backtrack to wrestling. I, it's, or, it's you know, right. let's move we're forward. Gonna, to we're going to move forward to wrestling. Yeah. Let me ask you about this. Let me ask you about another uh, all-male uh, train, possibly of devastation. The Wyatt family. Uh, I like these promos. I like these promos a lot. I do too. I wish uh, in the day of in in this day of HD uh, filming, I wish it wasn't in HD. It really shouldn't be. It should be grainy. This should be shot on VHS. Yeah. Yeah. It should be shot on a videotape. Yeah. There's something about it where it's it needs to look like one of them found a camera. Yeah. And it's them shooting those. And the other thing is, for a, as ambiguous as they are, there's some t- there's that point where they feel like they go too far, where it's like, uh, now three guys wearing goat masks, and now back to sort of like weird sheep mask. Of, sheep mask. Yeah. Like weird sort of like pastor stuff. And he does seem like this sort of voodoo, sort of reverend father figure. The Hawaiian shirt and the little pork pie hat. Yeah. It's cool. I like Mississippi it. Mississippi Preacher Man. Mississippi Preacher Man, yeah. Uh, I Yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know who all the guys are because I haven't watched NXT and all that stuff in forever to see all the up-and-coming you guys. You said the main guy is Husky Harris, right? Yes. What's his name? What's he going by? Uh, reverend Wyatt? Bray Wyatt. Not bad. Difficult for children to put on a sign, I imagine. Yeah, Bray Wyatt. Uh, B-R-A-W-A-T-T-E. It sounds like a... Uh, Bray Wyatt. It sounds like someone rhyming Wade Some Barrett. Some kid put bra on a sign. No, it sounds like someone rhyming Wade Barrett. Wade Barrett and Bray Wyatt. Hey, we got a th- name. We're out uh, of names. And also, they seem like the sort of, like, what would happen if the shield got locked up in a shed and all they had to do was eat one live pig or something? <laughs> Uh, sure. Doesn't that make sense? Come on, that makes sense. I'm sure that's how the spitballing thing went. Yeah, all right. So imagine the shield, right? And we just have him full in a, in a shed somewhere in the middle of the Mississippi outback. Okay. And then, uh, uh-huh. I don't know, all we have is like candy bars for them to eat. And then we'll release a, like a greased up pig and also like a bunch of moonshine. So this is them as teenagers growing up and this is all they had. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. All right. Mirror universe the shield. <laughs> Elseworlds. Yeah, so they're... They're going to have another faction, I guess, another group. I think that's great. Aren't they – wasn't there talk about the Usos sort of becoming a bigger sort of 
player in the tag team game? Uh, I think by you. Really? Did I just break that right now? I think that's always why your hope. Why don't we just They start... paint their faces now. Really? Yeah, they, cool. they put like a war paint on the side of their face. It's blue. I like that. I, you know what's funny is maybe we should just start saying things as if they were scoops and make them real. So give us the latest scoop on the Usos, Steve. I think they're going to be a real major player in the tag team game. Right? Being a tag team. Yeah. And having the same last name. And Uso. dressing alike. Uso. Uh, do you think, do you think we'll ever see the Usos win the tag belts? Yeah, I do. What are you eating? What uh, is that? It's candy ginger. Uh, that looks so, why don't you eat chocolate anymore? You used to be a big chocolate guy. I love chocolate. But now you're going ginger? I don't know where the chocolate is, so I started eating candy ginger. Did you stop eating chocolate because of human centipede? No, 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 no. If anything. It seems likely. If anything, don't you think I'd be like awake in the middle of the night and you'd like, you'd catch me in the kitchen and I'd be slowly nibbling on a piece of chocolate or choking myself with a piece of chocolate <laughs> and being like, I don't know how else to enjoy chocolate now. <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess I, I truly. Oh don't my know. God! So many stories to tell you, Scott. I, I know. I gotta. I gotta get off. Of it. I signed an. I signed an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement. Right. And I was an extra. They had all of us signing it. They said, "Don't take pictures. If you have a, if you have a cell phone, not in like the waiting room, the holding area, we will take it away from you and kick you off set, and wow. blackball you from your extra whatever." From oh, from all human centipede uh, merchandising and future projects. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and the album. Uh, I can tell you this. I was wearing a white thermal. So, like, if any, and no one else was. So, if you could probably recognize me. Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm pretty <laughs> excited about this. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, another thing that was very exciting was that happened on Raw is they've been talking for a while now. Uh, they've had these segments about Caitlin having a secret admirer. I can see that. We met her briefly in, in, La, in La Phoenix. Yes, we did. And I was surprised that the Secret Admirer wasn't both of us combined. Well, we should have. I don't have her number to text her. Yeah, that's why we've only been sending these messages to her P.O. box. Yes, we've been sending our episodes to her P.O. box, just special private ones. Yeah. And she hasn't responded. That's fine. That's fair. I'd love to get those USB drives back because they're really expensive. (laughs) So uh, why would we put one episode on a 17 gig flash drive? I don't understand. These are like personalized 750 megs i technical stuff is not my issue i want it personalized so it seems romantic all right all right um so the the secret admirer was revealed or so we thought it was biggie langston coming out i thought we're gonna live through sexual chocolate 2.0 i'd be great he had a what looked like a wyatt family shirt he had a nice casual sort of hawaiian rock i didn't see it i didn't see it was he gonna take her on a date well, he came out there. He had a, I think it was flowers, if I remember correctly. He walked out and he said some very sweet words and uh, slowly approached, uh, held her arms, uh, looked like they were going to kiss. He scooped her, uh, down, or dipped her, dipped her down, and then was going for it and then dropped her, laughed, walked away. AJ comes out and then makes fun of her. Whoa. Did Caitlin beat her up? Yes. Yes, they they fought. They scrapped. Oh yeah, they scrapped. 
Her heart was broken. Her well, heart was imagine. toyed with. I and imagine. I think that's unfair because I've, I've uh, received word that she does have a, a real secret admirer. Oh, so the real secret admirer has got, a, has got something to say about this. Yeah, I invited him uh, to here to the show today. All right, well, I'm going to unlock the door to the green room. Ever since we've had so many run-ins lately, I feel like I might as well just unlock the door to the green room. That makes sense. Yeah, but you know what? Having Maybe I kind of like the run-ins. I don't know. Let's talk about it. Well, you lock the door, so. Yeah, here we go. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Oh, John Laurinaitis. Uh, thanks for joining us. Are you? Do you know where the secret admirer? Is? I am the secret admirer. Uh, There's no one on this blue and green orb that means more to me than Caitlin. Uh, Caitlin. Caitlin. It sounded like you said Caitlin. Caitlin. It's difficult to sometimes pronounce a hard T. I'm all right. Okay. Sometimes I get swallowed because I get emotional when I think about how much I love Caitlin. Well, Mr. Laurinaitis, I've never seen you like this before. I, I typically, honestly, a lot of people think you're a jerk, but it seems like this really means a lot to you. I may be a jerk because I didn't know how to love. And you'd say that She's now? She's a beautiful, strong woman, which I need. I don't want a mousy little tramp like AJ. <laughs> She's mousy. She skips around. She flirts with everybody. She has a decimating, decimating submission maneuver. What is it? The Black Widow? The Poison Kiss? The... Don't care. Don't care. Doesn't mean anything to me. Well, what is Caitlyn's finishing maneuver? Winning my heart. Oh. She's won me. She's finished me. You know, Mr. When Lawrence, I see her, I finish. Mr. Laurinaitis, a when lot of... I see her, I finish. Oh, I got it. I got it. Mr. Laurinaitis, a lot of people would think that capturing your heart would be the first move and not the finishing move. It's the beginning of a beautiful relationship exactly. between the two of it's us. It's the beginning of a relationship. Yeah. So what else do I need? What else do I need to say? Well, apparently it sounds like you need to come out to Caitlin and say that you're the secret admirer. I, Caitlin, I love you. Caitlin. Her Caitlin, name is Caitlin. Caitlin, I love you. I love the Divas champion. She's the strongest, most beautiful woman I've ever seen, and I have a special message for her. Could I give it to her now? Uh, yeah. Well, I, I, she, I hope she's an avid listener. So please go right ahead. Never I'm gonna Mr. give Lord, you I'm up. Not. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you. You just got Laura and I rolled. I don't love her. I oh. just played her for a fool. Oh, Mr. Laurinaitis. Yeah, I'm relevant again. Uh, Mr. Laurinaitis, not only, there's three things about this. One, you Rick rolled someone. Laura and I rolled. You Laura and I rolled someone via the radio. Two, the song is completely appropriate if you did love someone because everything you're saying is about how you're going to be dedicated to them. And three, I forgot. Never gonna give you up, never gonna let you down, never gonna run around and desert you, never gonna make you cry, never gonna say goodbye, never gonna run around and desert you, never gonna give you up. <laughs> oh, bless your heart, Rick Astley. That's such a great song. And I was fucked up right there. I... I does no one love Caitlyn? I love Caitlyn. I think she's fantastic. You love her? Well, she's AJ. You love her? No, she's an she's a very accomplished wrestler. Oh, okay. So see, she there's no one. She doesn't her. deserve this. She doesn't deserve this. But this is this is what she's getting. Yeah, what she's getting is completely unfair treatment. I think it is time for jerk tweets. Every week, go to twitter.com/slash curtain jerks and send your hashtag jerk tweets. Uh, first one we got here. Is a new one from Big Red Webster. 
asking, what is your all-time favorite Twitter finish- handle? Big Red Webster. <laughs> you win. <laughs> what is your all-time favorite finishing move? Mine is either the Stone Cold Stunner or the Canadian Destroyer. Ooh, those are good ones. Actually, uh, we were just AJ Lee's submission move. I think is awesome right now. Yeah, she looks like a circular saw. Like she just goes in there and she just decimates. <laughs> that sounds like a cat. <laughs> circular cat. Circular cat. Um, is that your favorite? There's always the ones that are really impressive. Canadian Destroyer is like I remember having to rewind that and figure out what what I was looking at. Like it's a backflip, sort of. Yes, uh, although sometimes it could be a real bummer when that guy doesn't jump. Yeah. Because like, yeah, oh, no. Face smear. Um, I also, I for some reason, I really like Kidman's uh, um, splash, the one that he did. The, sh- the shooting, shooting star, star press? The shooting star press. Just because there's something about doing a backflip but moving forward to me that's really like, it doesn't, physically, it doesn't look like it works. The same as the Canadian Destroyer. It doesn't look like it works? Well, so, like, the idea of doing a backflip. You're putting your momentum, you're putting your head back, right? So you uh-huh. think your backflip will take you far, will take you away from someone. Right. But doing a backflip and moving forward, to me, is like, that's, it feels like a paradox. So watching it is incredible. Okay. That being said, the big boot. My favorite move is the big boot. <laughs> <laughs> Man, whose boot we talking here? We talking Tess? We talking Big Show? We talking Undertaker? We talking uh, I liked uh, Hulk Big Hogan? Boss Man. Didn't Big Boss Man have a good big boot? I I'm sure he did. I liked it. Um, that big boot, like uh, Gold Goldberg's football kick, the one that killed Bret Hart. Right. Slowly, <laughs> that one was pretty epic. The crossface, crossface. Yeah, and crossface. Uh, for me was one of mine, especially yeah. when, when, when he would put it on when Benoit would put it on in a way where he really trapped the arm, yeah, not just held the arm within his legs and just would pull and tear at you, yeah. The worst was when the Rock sold it, because he would hold the top of his head afterwards. He would hold. He put both hands on the very top he of just his head. Didn't know where the impact. Like, Ow! They didn't know where the Im- imaginary uh, impact was supposed to be on his body. Yeah, it's like it's smashing your nose in. It's pulling your neck back. Like, how the hell are you holding the top of your head? What does that mean? Uh, that's but that's that's the classic though. You get stone cold stunned. You grab the top of your head. I mean, if you fall out of the ring, you grab the top of your head. If if Angle gives you the eye poke, uh, top of the head. Yeah, if you get the eye gouge or the back rake, top of the head. <laughs> ah, you get the uh, damage to my skull. The uh, the ankle lock, top of your head. That's how you sell. Um, the stunner is is one of my favorites too because that's it can happen to anybody. Like it's it's so sudden and so fast. Uh, like the pedigree though, I know that falls in the same category, but sometimes that one's just weird. Pedigree never seems fast to me. It never seems like the pedigree. I feel like one, it's such a great move for Triple H because everybody's ready to hate him, and like everybody does hate him. So as soon as you start seeing him locking the pedigree, you and can tucking hear, that guy's head right under his nuts. Yeah, and just presenting him to the entire audience, you can hear the you can hear every fucking arena go. Oh, it's over. <laughs> Triple H is squashing him. Like, that's the feeling, I feel like, every time. And now people are sort of like, these young kids, they don't understand. When Triple H is giving somebody a pedigree, they're like, yeah. It's like, no. That's a lot of people that had to take that pedigree and sell it. You know? But not a lot of people get to kick out of it. No. Not a lot of people get to kick out of that fictional move. This is true. Not a lot of people get to kick out of that fictional move that does some damage to you. 
Uh, and then also circumstances. Uh, the pile driver that Stone Cold did to Angle at No Mercy. When, remember, Angle's heel, uh, Stone Cold's heel turn and Angle was sort of coming back as the, as the, the one face that was around who could handle right. it. He took, off the, uh, he took the mats off the ground and he did it right on the concrete. Yeah. I was reminded of that because of the video package for Slammiversary, Bully Ray and Sting. Oh, right. Which you are slowly catching up on. Yeah. You were busy. You were attached end to end. Yeah, I guess you could say I was really filling up on uh, on movie making. Uh, I also like RVD's uh, five star frog splash. He gets he goes far. He goes far, and he can turn in midair, which always blew me away. Whenever I saw anybody else do it, it's like I saw D'Lo or Eddie Guerrero. It's like yeah, they're mean, not rated. Mean, turn and uh, what do you mean turn? Like um, okay, if you've got the guy, uh, if if Robin Dam is on the turnbuckle, right? And he's looking at the guy, his opponent, who's laid out in the middle of the ring, but he's, I'm going to get this wrong, perpendicular to you? Is that right? When they're just, like, if if you're head to toe the way that you are now facing me, but laying down, oh, he can't do the move. So you can't, what you have to do is like you he need, has to go to another turnbuckle normally. You need to normally. X. So essentially what happens is you have yes. someone, you need to you go, to, you have to land on someone like an X. Right. And what Rob Van Dam can do is he can go and sort of overlap be, someone it's gonna and be then two, turn. Uh, it's going to be two uppercase eyes if he just jumps and tries to do it with the way, the position the the guy's. I late. know exactly what you're talking. Rob Van Dam can rotate his body. He can twist in midair and land on someone sideways while doing the frog momentum. Yeah, to movement. jump and that's that incredible. Always blew me away. Um, so that one. Yeah, I now that you mentioned, it, I think that's great. I think that's <laughs> Scott. Well, good for him. This is why you go always go second. Um, two nerds, one podcast says, uh, it's been a while since we've heard from edge. Maybe you guys could give him a call and see how he's doing. Oh man. No, I, the last thing I remember him was that Jamie Kennedy movie, right? Oh yeah. Uh, bending the rules originally entitled chasing the Hawk. I think really. Yeah. I, Cause I remember reading the synopsis for it and, but like that was originally supposed to be, he was supposed to be playing a lawyer. Like the best lawyer around, and he had to like get all over town. And it's if you another watch- guy wearing Bray Wyatt shirts, yeah, in that movie, he's wearing the Hawaiian shirt and just being a casual dude. B- bending the rules, yeah. We t- we've railed against this, not well, not even them. seeing, yeah, it. not even breaking them, but bending the rules. And then it looks like it all takes place in one day, where I assume they just shot in New Orleans. Madcap antics, yo. Yeah. Hey, wow! I didn't know Jamie Kennedy was in the studio today <laughs> in the Comedy Podcast Network penthouse. Uh, well, I mean, we we talked to him a long time ago when he was he was freshly retired. I remember he was big on ice cream. So I I, I say let's give him a call and see how he's doing. I, I hope he's not upset that we haven't talked to him in a while. Okay, let's call. It's under E. Okay, we don't, I don't put guys under the real it's, name. I don't I, put it I, under it's Adam. It's ringing. Oh, oh, do you hear that? It sounds like it's ringing in here. That's weird. Oh man, have you ever noticed how much our tech producer looks exactly like Edge? He has that short little haircut, and he's got that big chin, and he's got those those giant marble eyes. Oh, weird! I, that yeah, that's not Phil. Hey. Hello. Hey, uh, are you Edge? Yeah, guys. My name's Adam Copeland. I've been teching here for the last year and a half. Wait a second. Who hired you? Jack Swagger hired me. Wait. I had to go through his second round of interviews 
after he became the Curtain Jerks general manager. But wait, you got hired a year and a half ago? He wasn't even general manager then. I know. I had to go through a second round of interviews. Was Edge, you are our tech producer? Why do you think there's no pictures of me online? I used to be world heavyweight champion. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm confused. I don't know. Why are there no pictures of you online? Because I've been here teching your podcast, guys. By the way... Great job. I think it's really funny. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. Uh, and bending the rules? Not very funny. Okay, you said That's it. That's definitely my bad. Okay, you Jamie said Jamie Kennedy, it. funny guy. Me, a funny guy. Together, comedy death. <laughs> comedy death. You know that black mold that forms around toilets? It's not feces related, but typically it's just a mold that's water-based. Okay. That's the kind of comedy Jamie Kennedy and I make. <laughs> Are you guys going to make more comedy? Well, that bacteria can grow in any type of water, so probably yes. Oh, is there a bending the rules, too, in our futures? I'm hoping for a skinny Conan film. A skinny Conan film? Yeah, so I can grow my hair back out. You, oh, you want to be Conan the Barbarian? Yes. Oh. Uh, do you think that you're a really good fit for that? I mean... A skinny Conan the Barbarian. You have those tattoos. What are you going to do about your tattoos? Good point, Scott. Perhaps he'll have some sort of tribal tattoo. <laughs> Are you going to, you know, I hate to bring this up, but you're known for uh, kind of being, you know, you break up relationships. Is that going to be an element that you want in Conan? I mean, you were with Leto during what well, Matt Hardy was with her. Look, in all, in all fairness, Scott, I should point out I'm glad that Lita's happy with CM Punk. But what about Matt Hardy? Have you seen him lately? Who cares about Matt Hardy? <laughs> Don't say that. Come Seriously, on. Seriously, though, who cares about him? Come on. There's... I'm just kidding. I'm sure his parents care about him. <laughs> his mother's been long dead. I did. I was unaware of that. I think you were aware of that. I you was just unaware choose of that. to forget. I was you unaware of that. You guys used to be the best of friends. Did you guys used to eat grapes together? Matt Hardy and I would enjoy grapes. <laughs> Can you guys enjoy some grapes now? Why you t don't turn away? Don't. I'm just I'm just wondering if I could get in touch with him and he could get here fast enough for us to both enjoy grapes together. I'm sure you have his number. If not, you have Lita's number, and she at one point had his number. Good point, Scott. Look, look. How about this? Next week I'll be on the show and I'll eat grapes with Matt Hardy. Well, you're still gonna work, right? Like, yeah, of course. This is my day to day paycheck. We are paying you. Yes, yes. We, I will. We be are paying you. Yes, you're paying. Fuck. All right. I didn't know we were paying you. It's an it's a job. Well, WWE Hall of Famer Edge is our tech producer, everybody. Kiss the ring. I don't I'd prefer to not kiss the ring. No, kiss it. I need to know if I can still feel in this arm. <laughs> All right. I here just put, That was know. in poor taste. I'm really glad that I'm doing okay. I'm going to kiss it. Okay. I've never kissed a Hall of Fame ring. Where did all the gems go? Hmm? Where did all the gems in they my ring go? They weren't in the first place. All right, I'll be in the production studio, what? and then I'm going to get two bags to sift through your poop later. <laughs> so, okay, you might as well want to get that for Steve, too. I don't understand that reference. Well, listen to the show. Hey, what are you going to do with those? I don't know. I think I'm going to make my own Hall of Fame ring. Yeah? Yeah. I'll, I'll get you a little piece of clay, and you can uh, you can put all those gems in it. And I'll put it in an oven. Oh, and it'll be like Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Yeah. And they're at the two urinals, and he goes, nice ring. <laughs> exactly. That's a great bit.
Uh, and Neil Sanger says, guys, this next podcast will be the 100th podcast from you guys I've heard. Now, I know I don't regularly tweet or email you guys, but I've always listened. And if you bring the comedy, we the people will continue to bring the support. And if we work together, it'll be a long and happy marriage between jerks and you. Wow. What was the question? <laughs> it was just a nice sentiment. Oh. They're oh. not always questions. Sometimes people say nice oh, things. Oh, sometimes they're just tweets. Yeah, sometimes they're uh, with, they say jerk tweets on there, so they want it to be acknowledged, and sometimes <laughs> good stuff is said. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate that. That's very cool. Thank you very Neil. much, Neil. It's strange. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I talk about it with you, um, because we don't always know. I'm one of those people that I'm generally not that interactive with the stuff that I watch or listen to. And then when on our end, it's like, oh, but I'd like to know. I want to know what people are thinking. As viewers, or, yeah, it's sort of you. It's the behind the scenes or it's one like, how am I interacting with this thing that I enjoy? Yeah. So we get emails on occasion or something. But oftentimes I just have to realize that people listen and they don't say anything. And I go, but yeah, but are you liking it? Are you enjoying it? So it's nice to hear those things every so often. So if you do listen and if you are enjoying it, you know, drop us a line. Let us know. So we don't put guns to our beds. <laughs> to our empty or, beds. Yeah. To put guns against our empty beds. Put guns against our empty beds. Or do something crazy like, uh, you know, show up in Human Centipede 3. Yeah. Because we need your love and support. Cross promotion, Scott. <laughs> cross promotion. I hope so. Cross through cross through cross through cross through refined cross promotion. Speaking of eating things and digesting it, uh, I've recently posted our uh, JR's barbecue, barbecue sauce, sauce taste test video. Yes. It is up on YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks podcast. That's so, the only place you're going to find it. Great way to put our voices to our faces and our faces to our voices. True. Yes, true indeed. Uh, and we have a lot of fun eating a bunch of stuff with many of JR's sauces. The barbecue sauce, the hot barbecue sauce. The main event mustard. And chipotle ketchup, yeah. which you, as you say in the video, you already thought was barbecue sauce. It's It's delicious. It's really good. It's a weird... It's a weird thing. It's a spicy ketchup. ketchup. It's a spicy ketchup. Yeah. Would you replace all your ketchups with chipotle ketchup you in know, the future? Or would you go back to regular ketchup? I don't think it's a replacement thing. I think it's a. It's like, do I want barbecue sauce? And then in the subset of barbecue sauce, you know what would be pretty good right now? Maybe some chipotle ketchup. You are a sauce fanatic. I guess you could say I'm a saucy A. <laughs> so we've got to make our uh, – we're going to have our uh, predictions video for payback up soon. Oh, yeah. Because that's Wait, this that's Sunday. Not, that's this Sunday? Mm-hmm. I don't think I can do we, it. Yeah, we can't make that today. I, I, well, no, I'm saying... Behind the up. curtain, guys. Scott and I doing scheduling. <laughs> We're going to make the video. I'm saying I don't think I'm going to be watching Payback live. Oh, all right. I don't know. I, I got Slammiversary in 15 minutes today. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so I could probably get Payback in this thing. Um, and uh, Not 15 minutes from now, right now. It hasn't even happened yet. <laughs> it hasn't. So check that out. Uh, check out our uh, YouTube page for the predictions video and comment with your stuff too to see if you know we're and, right or yeah, if we're wrong. Uh, thank you, Anil. I really that's a good thing to hear. Like we're yeah, always. Yeah, what was your fucking question, huh? Yeah, what was the question? No, I'm uh, actually. I think for me, my favorite segment of the show is fast becoming jerk tweets because it's sort of it is the interaction. And I always take hashtag fuck you, Steve Sears, as an invitation. Instead, oh, don't of, worry. instead of a threat I've been I've been holding on to some jerk tweets we've been getting an overflux which is great and uh, if you're listening and I haven't gotten to you yet I will get to you soon we just sometimes have so many and we have so and much Scott, other stuff on the show Scott really hip pockets the good ones and just sort of breaks them out of nowhere sometimes sometimes they do Steve does Steve likes to be surprised um, 
Also, uh, two weeks ago, I told my story, my embarrassing story about meeting Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. And then last week, we had uh, Mark Warzeka guesting on the podcast, and he told uh, two stories, one about Edge and one about WWE Hall of Famer Drew Carey <laughs> about uh, sort of embarrassing meet and greets. Um, and we put it out there. If you have any, you know, please send it our way. The easiest way was going to be curtainjerks at gmail.com because you're not restricted by characters or anything. And we have one. I was going to read it on the podcast. Please. We have two. I'm going to read one for now. I'm going to save another one for another time for another podcast from Sam Alba. This is entitled The Miz. Okay. So this is Sam's embarrassing story about The Miz. All right. September 2006, West Palm Beach Smackdown House Show. Applebee's. At this time, I was in eighth grade and a major mark. SmackDown was coming by and I knew that I had to go. And this card seemed stacked. However, about 80% of who was promoted never even showed up. Undertaker, Matt Hardy, Benoit. Well, there might be a reason for Benoit. Oh, but probably at the time. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Um, however, one talent who did show up was... The Miz. However, Miz at the time was the egotistical MTV guy. It looked edgy and cool, so he wrestled Scotty Too Hotty and he took the worm, which was very cool to see live. Miz won and the show went on. And then after the show, my mom, my friend, and I had a hankering, <laughs> had a major hankering for Applebee's. Which, that shouldn't be the funniest part of the story to me, but for some reason... Well, strangely, after we went to our the house show, that uh, Impact house show... We had a major hangover. Hangover for Applebee's. No, well, we went to TGI Fridays. It, for me, that's the same hankering. <laughs> True, it all comes out of the same factory. So, my mom, my friend, and I had a major hankering for Applebee's. So, we chowed down on some ribs and burgers until about four tables over, we see the one and only... The Miz. Alone? Well, hold on. Sorry, I'm sorry. We'll see. Uh, But I've never met a wrestler before in person. So as I'm asking myself, if a guy with a brown, purplish full hawk and crooked smile is really Miz, I'm doubting that the guy is really Miz. I'll be right back, Mom. That's what he says to his mom. I'm going to pretend that I'm going to the bathroom so that way I could get a closer look of that guy and decide whether or not that's Miz. Oh, sorry. He says all this to his mom. Let me get this again. Okay. All right. All right. I'll be right back, mom. I'm going to pretend that I'm going to the bathroom so that I can get a closer look at that guy and decide whether or not that's Miz. I actually prefer that he told his mom the truth opposed to, I'll be right back, mom, and then pretend in line to his mom. He's I, in eighth grade. That's prime time to be super embarrassed and go, mom. Yeah. But I think at the same time, I like it's 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 checking in with, uh, with your tactical base and be like, Mom, I'm going to pretend to go to the bathroom so I can sh- see if that guy over there with the fake mohawk is the Miz. And then Mom's sort of like, Roger. Um, did not work. No? It did not work. My terrible eyes still made me unsure, and I did not want to be a victim of the, hey, are you? <laughs> and, then with, and then in return, it's, who? No, go back and finish your burger, dweeb. So... To eliminate any possibility of embarrassment, my mom gets up and says, fine, I'll go ask him. No! (laughs) My mind screams. (laughs) So my mom asks him and acknowledges that he is. 
The Miz. He waves to my friend and I and calls us to come over. So while there, The Miz is talking to us. And we're complimenting him as his character. uh, And it seems so cool and awesome. But being starstruck, wrestler struck, I asked the dumbest question any fan could ask. Hey, uh, Miz, did the worm hurt? (laughs) And Miz replies, hurt? Did it look like it hurt? A year later, I started doing MMA and jujitsu and came to the conclusion that a solid triangle hurts way more than the worm. Yeah, than a than a karate chop to the to the sternum. Yeah, yeah. And he says, uh, in conclusion of the story, and I did take a photo with him, and despite me not having a copy of it to send to you guys right now, Ms. Smile and did not disappoint. Wow, thank you, Sam. That was incredible. So that is yes, absolutely incredible. Please, uh, and good fun. Like I have more embarrassing stories, and they're all in fun. Like we're not making fun of you guys. Like we enjoy them. You enjoy them because they're fucking embarrassing. There's a guy doing make pretend, and then we go up and like, hey, um, did the worm hurt? Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah, uh, it's true. Also about the triangle. I was caught in a triangle once, and I tapped out, and then I immediately went and threw up. Really? Yeah, immediately. I was just completely like, <laughs> did you throw up in Human Centipede Three? No, I didn't. Amazing. Yeah, I burned my hands though. <laughs> Funny story. I'll tell you how someday. Uh, so please uh, email us your stories. Curtainjerks at gmail.com. We'd love to share them on the show. Um, I, you know, in conclusion of the show today, there's something I, I really wanted to get to. Uh, Mark Warzeka. Friend of the show, Mark Warzeka. Yeah. Uh, recent guest of the podcast. He emailed me. What, OG of the podcast. What, what uh, Mark Henry had tweeted. And I thought it was a very interesting tweet. Uh, what was the tweet? He, he said, uh, this is what Mark Henry said. Mark Henry said, the only reason I'm breaking my silence to the Twitter world is to tell you I'm not retiring. I have hate in my heart that's too dangerous. Wow. I don't know what this means. He's a scary guy. He, he Get your hands on me. Holy. Get your move. Whoa. Get out of my way. Whoa, 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 whoa. Give me that bag of chips. Whoa, Edge, get off Mark Henry. Edge, get off Mark Henry. Back off, man. This is serious, Scott. Look, Mark Henry's here. He's never been on the show before. He clearly, he's barging in. Like, let him let him come in. Yeah, let me through. Are you sure you want to talk to him? I'm, I'm very, I'm very sure. I'm very sure. All right, I will let Mark Henry talk to you guys right now. But I'll be in the booth if you need anything. All right. I'm just concerned that Lehman Parker said something to Mark Henry, so he's going to beat us up. Lehman Parker's got some great magic. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. Mark Henry, what, what is it? Oh man, I got so much hate in my heart. You have a lot. I of... got so much hate in my heart. I'm like a big old bag of Gatorade. I don't, I don't understand. Imagine a bag of Gatorade, Scott Narver. Oh, all right. I'm, I'm imagining a plastic bag. Describe it to me. I'm imagine. What I'm imagining is a. A, a Ralph's plastic bag, and it's filled with Gatorade. Liquid? The Gatorade? Yeah. I, that's the only Gatorade I know. Are there? Is there is solid Gatorade? Is it bloated around the edges? Is that bag bursting at the seams? That bag is, is full. It's it's tied at the top. Um, it's like a big water balloon. 
filled with Gatorade. Scott Nova, Steve Sears, Curtain Jerks, that's my heart. It's like a big water balloon of hate. Gatorade is hate? Yeah, haterade. <laughs> so, why? Why are you filled with hate? I don't understand. Why are you so upset? Because I got so many halls in this hall of pain that doesn't have enough pained faces on it. It doesn't have enough painted faces on it? Pained faces. Pained faces. Listen I, to me, boy. I I've, said pained faces. Don't get, please don't get mad. Please don't get mad. When you get mad, you get super violent and you break things. Yeah, boy, I'll eat your face. Do, please don't, don't eat my face. I'll eat your face. I, do, uh, please. I could fit your entire head inside my mouth. <laughs> please don't put my entire head in, inside of your mouth. You're lucky. I, I, I don't often. You're lucky your head's so small. I, I do have a small head. Because so much hate. Please, why don't release the hate release the hate from your heart embrace the hate that's what Kane said it is what he said and you know what happened to Jerry Lawler's heart he released the hate he or he had the hate I'm not really entirely sure but he had a heart attack with with his heart well Jerry Lawler's back in action and soon so will I be well look Mark who are you going after who am I not going after? The sky's the limit, and every white face I see is going down. Every white face? Why are you going after the white faces? Slip of the tongue. Slip of the tongue. <laughs> I don't think it is. I think it's the the hate of the heart. No, it's not a hate of the heart. I hate everybody the same, especially myself. Well, oh, don't That's hate yourself. That's what drives me. Don't hate That's yourself. That's what makes me the world's strongest man. Come on. I'm not going to be the world's weakest man. I'm going to be the world's strongest man. Come on, big guy. Don't hate yourself. You Come on. Stop. You come on. You come on. You come on. Come on. Maybe you could make some comedy with Jamie Kennedy. Have you ever thought about that? Yeah, you think I can? I don't see why not. You guys are way more opposite than Edge and him. What if I played a judge and he played a <laughs> bailiff? <laughs> why? Wait, why wouldn't you flip it? Why wouldn't you be the bailiff? Why, why do I got to be the bailiff? I, you're Sounds the... like a lifetime lifetime of sitcom watching makes you think the black man's got to be the bailiff. Oh, I just think you're the world's strongest man. You wouldn't want to be the punk uh, judge. No, no, no. That no, needs no, a bailiff no, no, because no, you no. could protect yourself. World's strongest man's got the world's strongest resolve. Black oh. judge. It's the name of the movie. Black judge. <laughs> so wait, what I said is a problem... Of you being the bailiff, of, uh, so it's some sort of ter- stereotypical thing. But have <laughs> you instead title the movie Black Judge because you are a judge who is Ain't black. Ain't no problem when I say it. <laughs> All right. If there's no problem with you say it, being the black judge in Black Judge. Get judged this summer. <laughs> I look forward to the next WWE film called Black Judge. Yeah, you... you you say it like it's a joke, but you know it could happen. I say many things. I like, got hate in my heart, Scott. Nava. Please don't be mad. Please, God, don't be mad. You're so gigantic. Please don't be mad. This is what I'll tell you what's going to happen. Okay. I'm going to come back and I'm going to squash Alberto Del Rio like a bug. I'm going to come back and squash Sheamus like a bug. That way you never have to see Sheamus, Alberto Del Rio wrestle again like bugs. <laughs> Well, you know, talk about lackluster matches. I don't want to sit here and get on my soapbox or anything, but I feel like I've been watching the same thing for 90 months. 90 months? 90 months. Uh, That is an impressive soapbox. It looks like it's made out of titanium. Thank you. It's keeping me up. Uh, Look, uh, we look forward to having you back on wrestling. And my movie. And and Black Judge. You're going to be at Raw on Monday. It's been advertised.
Who are you who are you going after? Whoever gets in my way. I'm not in your way. I know. Okay. Mark Henry, it's Give been me a, that bag of chips. Uh, it's yours. Here you go. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm opening it for you. Oh. Enjoy. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you for being on the podcast, Mark. You're just staring at me. Am I? Yeah. This is my relaxed face. Oh, God. Your relaxed face scares the ever-loving shit out of me. A lot of people have trouble with neutrality. <laughs> I do. In this moment, I do. Mark, is there anything I can offer you to have you not staring angrily at me? Give me one of those chips. You can have Give all the, the chips. Give me the smallest chip you can find. There you go. Thank you. Steve? <laughs> Just stomping away. Is he gone? He's gone. Thanks for leaving me high and dry. Sorry, man. I didn't want to go up to him and just say like, hey, do you think the Hall of pa- the <laughs> the World's Strongest Slam hurts people when you do it? <laughs> that would have been I'm an embarrassing so, story. I was so wrestler struck. And he would have broken you on our table. I like Mark Henry. I like when they just make him fast and furious, go out there and kill everybody and leave. As fast as he can be. Uh, speaking of killing people. What? Uh, uh, I watched the beginning of Impact. From okay. last Thursday. And I didn't watch the whole thing, but Hogan's uh, set up the ladder match between Hardy and Bully Ray. And they put a ball-peen hammer at the top of the ladder. That seems like a legalized murder match. Uh, true. I, true. Am I, am I off? I was like, how, when did it get, like, why didn't they just have a fucking gun up there? <laughs> I also appreciate what Wrestling Meme said about it. I'm paraphrasing because I don't have it in front of me. That, um. Uh, why do you need the hammer when you have a steel fucking ladder? No shit. That's also a weapon. Yeah, I think you could have a ladder match that ends in pinfall just the same. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, they're both devastating. I don't know why you have to put another devastating object up and above. Hey, you know what? I'm not complaining. No, it's I'm a fun just, match. I'm not complaining. I like pointing out logic flaws. Yes. That logic. I feel like that are so large I could fall through. Yes. Good point. The man I don't understand. who was in the logic... Uh, Flawless human centipede three. Uh, what was the uh, the first one was a hundred percent medically accurate. The oh, second okay. one is a hundred percent medically inaccurate. Okay. And I think the third one is a hundred percent politically inaccurate. <sighs> Amazing. I, I'll tell you this. I think the most disturbing stuff is not the centipede. That's the vibe I'm getting from it. Like there's other weird stuff that I was just not prepared to hear about. I can't even I can't even contain myself the excitement that I have for more human centipede stories and hopefully you listeners enjoy it on some level and just like oh god don't talk about that anymore. Well, I'm I can't wait to watch it. This is Steve is in great. the in the movie business, y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be 10 years of these of parts like this, Scott, for extra stuff until my big break. Yeah, and so, so uh I I did the math. I think it's about 520 more episodes of Curtain Jerks. Before my big break. Well, there you go. Get excited now. But I feel like this is my big break already. We've got a great fucking show. We do. We do have a great fucking show. And uh, you'll think so. Yes. Um, oh, great. Now we're too fucking heady about it and all the comedy's going to suffer for it. <laughs> well, uh, uh, butts and dicks. <laughs> much like Sam, send us your embarrassing wrestling stories. Curtain jerks at gmail.com. Go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash curtain jerks podcast. Check out our prediction videos. Our Jared's barbecue sauce videos, our hand dangling videos, and uh, who knows, maybe we'll have some more videos uh, in the future. I think I definitely know we will. And uh, so, 
just enjoy it. Uh, okay. uh. No, no, hold on. You were. It sounds like you're onto something. You, we, we've been talking about this a lot. The end of the show, sort of that notion. We always kind of want people when you're going to go back and start watching stuff. We're sort of we get so jaded the moment. It's you know what it is. It's that moment right before Triple H does the pedigree. It's that sort of like ah oh, professional kick wrestling. The what? The kick wham. The kick wham. Is that <laughs> the, the kick? S- and then them bending is the wham. Yeah, the setup. No, oh, kick the, wham. Kick wham. Elbows up. And I feel like everybody sort of feels like that when you're about to watch wrestling. You feel like you've just been kicked in the gut because you're like, oh, I've been so disappointed lately or whatever. Yeah. And, like, consistently, I always feel like when we leave this show, I'm like, oh, man, everything we talked about is stuff that I love and that is so fun and exciting. And sort of like, is there some way we can reverse the kick wham going into this week and watching stuff? Wham kick? Yeah, so it's them putting their elbows down and then standing up really straight. <laughs> I suppose that would be the way to go about it. All right. So uh, watch the shows. Uh, send us jerk tweets. Check out the stuff. And we love hearing from you guys. Those, Yeah, that wrestling story from Sam was fantastic. And he's got another one that I'm holding on to. So we'll do that one soon, too. And I have plenty. And uh, maybe Steve will meet some more people soon. And he'll have some more, too, that he can share on the show. Absolutely. And hopefully we'll get to hear. Ed- we can hold Edge to it. He'll eat a grape with Matt Hardy. Exactly. Um So for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narber. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. Scott, what a great show today. One of the best. Always the best. Great bests. If you want to get interactive with Curtain Jerks, which I know you do, Steve. Absolutely. That would be another great best thing to do. Go to Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks. Hey, that's a great place to see photos of you with wrestlers and interact with us. I look stupid. Hey. You look pretty classy. But yeah, get interactive with us. You can talk with us on there. We post matches, photos, videos, all kinds of stuff. Is there another way we can interact with our fans? We can. We can interact with all these jerks at Twitter. Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks. What a great Twitter handle. We tweet all the time. We, we tweet at breakfast. Tweets. We do live tweets of shows, live tweets of live events. I should wake up for breakfast. Yeah, you should. You could tweet it. And of course, listening to Curtain Jerks is massively important listen to curtain jerks on comedy network.com stitcher radio and itunes all free rate and review us on itunes makes oh, a big difference that's to us. huge yes yeah, huge. Fantastic. makes us a global phenomenon you have received this transmission from the comedy podcast network For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.